everyone. Welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. This is episode 1106 titled Broken Hearts and Promises. And we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Luffy? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I'm good. I am also a little loopy. Well, you know, Broken Hearts and Promises, it's a lot of problems Honestly, right there. Honestly, it's a really good title. Yeah. I kind of dug it. Yeah. Especially, like, after the episode was over, and I was like, oh, okay. It works. Like, I get it. Okay. You know? All right. I don't know. You don't think so? No, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It definitely does. Um, yeah, this episode, uh, I, mm. <laughs> I will say... It's a little bit better than the last episode. Yeah. It does feel a little bit more like a Seventh Heaven episode. Yeah, because we actually see Lucy and Kevin. Yeah, I think that's mostly what it has to do with. I, I think so. Um, and Annie's like fully back and all of yeah. that. And it, and we get some Sandy and Martin stuff. So like it feels like a real episode yeah. as opposed to like a weird backdoor spinoff moment. True. But we also see a little bit of heart coming uh, from Jane and oh, redhead Margaret. Right, her name is Margaret. Yeah, so which we don't even we only know that because Annie calls her that. Like it's like a very like un um what anticlimactic moment. It's of weird. Like, like oh I'm yes, okay, I'm Margaret. Like, I'm like I'm like drawing a blank. I'm like that's what happened. Yeah, I'm, I just remember her name because <laughs> Annie's like you know having them do things around the house. Like yeah, oh Jane pour the milk. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Margaret yeah. get the whatever. You know that's kind of how it goes down. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we saw more heart to them in this episode, like especially with Jane, because Jane is she's kind of a hard ass, which Jane is a hard ass, but but she's got her beliefs, which yeah. like, you know, I can't hold that against her. No, no, no that, 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 that's not it. It was more like in the last episode, she was really standoffish in the sense that like she was a brat. Brad didn't really care to um, she knows that she's got a good in the sense that someone opened their home. However, she wasn't the best at um, expressing her gratitude. That's the best way to put it. But in this episode, because she is there and maybe she can get a little vulnerable or give a shit about the people that are helping her out. You see that she does care. She has she rough around the edges, but she actually cares for the people that open their home. She and to, Margaret both. Yeah. yeah. Because what ends true. up happening is Eric isn't waking up in the morning. Like the twins go up to get him up for be- for breakfast or whatever, yeah. and they're like they're like he's not waking up. He's, we don't even know if he's breathing. Yeah. We later realize that they're just being dramatic because they say the same thing about their hamster or whatever. Uh huh. But. Like, when that happens, Margaret, like, loses her fucking mind. <laughs> oh, well, he's, he's fine. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. He's just a little tired. Are you crying, Margaret? No. He's like a father to her. He's like a father to so many people. You know, as a minister, he, he helps everybody he can. <laughs> I thought we lost him. <laughs> I thought we lost him. Is that from somebody who hasn't said but two words to somebody? Uh, well, I mean, she's batshit, dude. Well, remember when she was ridden with guilt in the last episode? Yeah, she's she's like, the same screeching yeah. thing. She's a screecher. We've understood that as much. Such a weirdo. She's a weirdo. Yeah. But yeah, she like loses it. So clearly, she and Jane care enough about the Camden's well being, yeah. mainly because they are their meal ticket. Like, yeah. let's not kid ourselves. But. Maybe, but they might have been the first 
family, not family, but the first people, I'm going to say the first people that have actually, you know, welcomed them in without, I don't want to say without judgment because that's a load of bullshit, but they have welcomed them in and are caring, like they're caring, caring convers- about them. They care about them, but also caring a uh, conversation, bringing them into their lives as if like they belong. I'm sorry. Annie found them a fucking job. Yeah. She found them a fucking job. I didn't like how ungrateful they were about that. No, not redhead, not Margaret. Jane. Well, yeah. Margaret was just going to do it or whatever. Yeah. But Jane's audacity, like the gall of yeah. Jane to be like, um, okay, well, we just have to go. We don't actually have to take the jobs, right? But it's like, honey, it's you're like, living in your car. You will take any fucking job. Fucking A. Like, sorry that you're a vegetarian. I understand that that as a yeah. principle. Like, I, I'm not taking that away from you. But flipping burgers is the best you're going to do right now. Yeah. So you will do it and you will be happy about it. Yeah. Like what the fuck or what do you want? They were trying to get jobs as air traffic controllers or whatever. It's like, honey, no. And like, it's Glen Oak. You know, you'd yeah. have to go to Bob Hope airport. And fucking- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Glen Oak has its own airport. Let's not forget. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Um. Yeah. Like she, the fact that she's even has the fucking balls to be like mm. a dental assistant. I'm like, that is training. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go to school and become a dental assistant. No one's stopping you. But in the meantime, if you're gonna live here, yeah, you gonna pull your weight. Yeah, and it's basically what Annie says. And I love that Annie like because these are not her kids, right? So yeah. it's and they're not and they're not kids either. They're over eighteen. Yeah. So she recognizes she can't like tell them what to do exactly so she has to play that card of like don't make me call them and cancel the thing that i set up you know like she's like she's like appealing to their sense of like you know decency or whatever you know but also she says like okay you have your right to to your opinion but she says not everyone's gonna feel the same way and and she says it like and neither do i but just do what you gotta do i will say it's a little i felt I, this is very 2006 of them. Like when Annie's like, I love meat. And then when Kevin's like feeding Savannah hot dogs and shit. And I'm just like, oh, that's so gross. Like, yeah. don't give your kid hot dogs. <laughs> like, And hearing her saying, you know, it's just like ground up extra, like whatever. Yeah. Like, but, I'm not a vegetarian by any means. Yeah. Or a vegan or any of that stuff. But like, like, don't give your one-year-old fucking hot dogs I like know. that's just bad for but just kevin to, yeah but just to hear kevin saying mm-hmm, and i want all the fixes <laughs> no he doesn't want yeah. any fixins because he doesn't yeah. want anything to take, take away, away from, from the taste of the meat like ew <laughs> you're frightening kevin that's just gross but savannah's so fucking cute dude at some point in this episode savannah fully reacts like something happens. I can't remember exactly what it is now, but like, I think like Jane says something or whatever. And Savannah's like, Kevin's holding her and she fully like yawns as if to be like, I'm bored of this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> She's so cute. Like, how does she take her cues so perfectly? I don't know, but I'm actually kind of curious now. What does this little girl look like? Oh, now as an adult? Yeah. Yeah. She's really fucking Which, cute. How much of an adult is she? She's like 10 years old or something. No way. She has- yeah. Well, she's just 10 years ago. Oh, shit. So she might be 13. Now. Yeah. At the most. Oh, my God. Right? Oh. She's not even like a, an adult. I feel old all of a sudden. 
so weird like it still creeps me out that i have a cousin that i remember with when she was one and now like she's in college and i go oh i have that too I'm i like, have that with like four of my cousins or no men like six of my cousins where like i was there when they were babies and now they're like graduated from college and shit yeah, and i'm dude. like when did this happen i i have so many cousins like that that are that young and like i was that young well not that young but whatever i was tiny and then to see them like just like tinier and then decide to go to college and then oh yeah i'm a you know mechanical engineer or whatever i'm like get the fuck out of here who are you Mm -hmm. i have a cousin who's a nurse i have another cousin who's like a fucking like cpa like fucking working for like h&r block or whatever which isn't even doing him a like i'm, I'm doing him a disservice by saying he works at h&r block <laughs> he works for some who's the people that do the oscars envelopes oh i don't know who they are you know, i don't know this, there's that company i know that's like that's got the thing and the thing and the and and the other thing <laughs> you know you always see them but then you're just like yeah, yeah yeah but anyway he works for them and like he's like living his best life like i have all these little co- like little cousins as i call them who are just fully functioning adults in this world. And I'm just like, when did this happen? Man. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. So anyway, so Jane and Margaret were working. They they take this interview and I guess yeah. get the job at the Shake Shack or whatever. It's not, not Shake Shack, Dairy Shack. <laughs> I was like, Shake that's Shack a real business. At the Dairy Shack, which... Yeah. Great callback to the Dairy Shack because we haven't seen or talked about the Dairy Shack in ages. I know. It's true. Um, And they're doing that. Meanwhile, T-Bone is like harboring the secret. Because essentially we find out through Jane and Margaret that T-Bone knows everything Everything. about Eric. Mm -hmm. And he accidentally lets slip... Yeah. to Jane and Margaret what he knows what he knows which is essentially basically that Eric has an enlarged heart yeah now I don't know what that means because I didn't google it I didn't I didn't either but it doesn't sound good yeah and we also understand because what we didn't talk about is like when he's not waking up in the morning and he calls the paramedics yeah so Eric gets all butthurt about that because he's like, I'm fine. They gave me the all clear. Like, I was just sleeping. Like, I wasn't not breathing. But no joke, when when you hear Annie saying, like, okay, call Kevin. Yes. As the kids, like, run down to the kitchen saying, dad's not breathing. And I don't know who she, if it was, like, T-Bone or whoever. but Yeah, she has T-Bone, go and get Kevin. Go get Kevin. And then when you see the camera on Eric, or no, you see the paramedics packing up their things and then on Mm -hmm. Eric, but when you see Eric, Eric, Eric hunched over. Yeah, he doesn't look great. Yeah, you're, I'm like, is he dying in this scene? What's happening? He looks sickly. Yeah. And, but in his, but in his defense, or to be fair to him, the man was just fucking resting. And like, listen, he clearly is going to die. So like, he obviously needs more rest these days than he probably ever did. Probably. But he wasn't not breathing. That's just the twins being dramatic. They're dramatic. They're idiots. Like, the kid, like, he's, like, in that moment, he was fine. And the paramedics coming and doing all these, like, tests and whatever. And then Annie getting all uppity and being like, you're going to go see your doctor. Like, is only just making him more anxious about 
what he's dealing with. Uppity to a certain extent, because I actually really liked how Annie approached it. Because she was just yeah. saying, she go, she's like, you're upset, let it out, don't internalize it, just, you know. That's and then true. she goes, you have an appointment? I would really like for you to to go to that appointment. You have an hour to think about it. And she leaves the room. It's true. Like, be an adult. Figure it out. It's I'm going to be out here. I know you're pissed off, but... It's true. I wasn't yeah. giving her enough credit. You're right. No. She had, does handle it very diplomatically and very like, she's not forcing him to do anything. Yeah. But she's you know like, she wants it. Absolutely. 100%. You know she wants it. She's not kidding 100%. around here. Yeah. But she's but she's she's doing the right thing for him, which is yeah. like putting the ball in his court. Yeah. Like, you can decide, you know, it's all good, whatever. Yeah. And he fully ditches his appointment. Of course. And doesn't go. And lies to her about it or Mm -hmm. not lies, but like won't answer her calls and stuff, you know. And so finally, when he comes home that day, she confronts him and Mm -hmm. she's like, "Okay, where the fuck have you been all day? Like, I've been calling and calling and like, what the hell? I've been trying to call you all day. Oh, I, I guess I missed your calls. Is your phone on? I don't know. Let me see. Oops. Oops, my ass. What happened? What happened, Eric? Nothing. Uh, absolutely nothing. I, I don't know, the doctor had some kind of emergency and I just got tired of waiting and I left. Are you having problems that you don't want to tell me about? No. No, you're not having any problems or you're not telling me? Not having any problems, just like the EMT said. All clear. I'm fine. You're not fine. You're not yourself lately. You know it. I know it. You're not yourself lately either. What? You're unusually perky, and you're in a good mood all the time, and you're happy that the children aren't around, and you look great. <laughs> you, you really look great. You did something with your hair, and your makeup's a little different, and you're wearing some really snappy clothes these days, and I don't know. You don't have a boyfriend, do you? What? Something's going on. There's nothing going on. That's what I'm saying. Dick move. Yeah. He's fully gaslighting his wife. Oh, yeah, he is. Into thinking she's crazy for thinking that there's something going on. Yeah, that's true. That's unfair. Like, especially because, look, you know what's the worst part? Because Annie is perky. Annie is happy. Yeah. Annie does have like and you're this fucking life in taking her. it away from her right now yeah. by not being honest with her right yeah. now. She's your fucking ride or die, dude. I know you're being in denial about it, but don't project that shit onto your wife who's trying to keep this house in line, he, and, which she's mm. great at doing. Let's be real. Yeah, not to say that Eric. She's done it her whole people. fucking life. Exactly. And so him gaslighting her and mm, no, I'm not okay with. No, it's fucking fucked up, dude. Yeah. And like, uh, just mm, mm, mm. here's the thing. <sighs> here's a, <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of emotional baggage and bullshit that they have to do. I get that. But at the same time, when you have your person, your person, truly your person, that is your ride or die, you should not do, this is not how you behave with them, of no. all people, not with them. No. That's the one person you don't bring your baggage into. 
Yeah, especially because, I'm sorry, you've had 25 years of practice. You know you leave that shit at the door. Or not even that you don't bring your baggage into, but like your baggage should be her baggage and vice versa. Like you don't get to keep this from her any longer. Yeah. Like she is your partner in life and in this and in everything. Like like what does he do like what like i like, I, I don't even know how to ex- explain it other yeah. than to just be like that's a fucking dick move dude yeah i mean look i you know even as we say it i'm like man we we probably might sound all high and mighty because this is our expectation of what a marriage should yeah, be okay okay probably but mm, no it's just <laughs> the reason why i say no is because like honestly you guys are each other's ride or die man you know and it's unfair that fucking T-Bone knows. Yeah. Before your wife does. And, and, and the fact so, that Kevin knows. And that's essentially what Kevin is telling him, right? Like, even before all this goes down, like, because he and Kevin have a heart-to-heart in his room after the EMTs leave. Yeah. Where Kevin's like, okay, you should really go to this doctor's appointment. Yeah. Like, you know, like put aside telling Annie, telling your family, whatever, but like just go to this doctor's appointment because you really need to hear what this guy's got to say. Like he's been leaving you messages. He's been calling you like you should go because you don't know. Yeah. Like you were given a diagnosis by one guy one time. Exactly. Let them double down on that. Let them confirm it. Let them give you tests. Let them do all these things that you need to confirm this shit before you go spiraling, you know? And you can see on Eric's face and in the way he reacts with Kevin, like, like he, I don't know that Eric's in denial, but I think he's genuinely like scared. I think he's scared. You know, like he's scared to fully like know the scope of this issue he's dealing with and to, and to like, put a timeline on it or to put a stamp of like finality on it or whatever he's scared and when kevin's like you should go he's like i don't i'm i don't want to go literally (laughs) you know yeah i mean if that's not a man scared of his own death like i don't know what is my god yeah and then you get that heartbreaking thing of like you need to be the one to tell lucy Mm because like she's your wife and i can't and then poor kevin's like Okay, but like, I'm not really good at this shit either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and that's your daughter, dude. dude like, I, I have, okay, so I have so many random emotions about that yeah, entire yeah, yeah, thing. Because yeah. when he says, I'm not ready to go, literally, one, I got really emotional at that comment because. Me too. How could you not get emotional, yeah. man? That is a man, like, afraid to die. Yeah. I got emotional. Yeah. But when I hear Kevin saying, I'm not really good at this. I go, fuck you, man up. This is the only time I'm going to say fuck you and man up. Only because your insecurities can go out the fucking door. You need to, you need to own them. Because this is your wife. You're afraid to tell her of something. No, 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 no. Don't be. This is like... Are you not going to challenge yourself at all? Well, and the we, and the crutch he's relying on there is like Lucy's already had a rough couple of months. Or I whatever, know. Which, listen, we're not taking that away from her at all, which we'll talk about Lucy's half of this equation in a minute here. Yeah. But um, I think the part where, I don't know. I don't know that Kevin is like afraid to tell Lucy. I don't think that's where it's coming from. He's, yeah. And maybe a little bit. I'll, he's I'll just, allow it. But he's also saying he's not good at it. Yeah, that's my think, issue. But I also think that's just his like 
elegant way of trying to tell Eric, yeah. like, dude, you got to be the one. For, like, even forget Lucy right now. You got to be the one to tell your fucking wife. Yeah. Because T-Bone knows, I know, fucking homeless Stanley knows. Yeah. Like, you, we, this, the jig is up. Yeah, like, everybody you knows. You got to come clean here. But, but to hear... Annie also say don't tell Lucy because she's had her her heart and that's at the end after I, she finds out I yeah. know that I but like Annie man the mom that she is knows her daughter yeah if she can handle it or not which is fine I, I can't I can't agree or disagree with that because this is their relationship and mother knows best especially no. when it comes and to see, her daughter I actually disagree with Annie here I don't think it's a right thing to keep this from Lucy I don't be Lucy needs to know this. You you say because, that, but because you know this from that. Her, but, but yeah, but keeping this from her is going to break her even harder I know. than her getting more bad news on top of her traumatic couple of months. Dude, I hear you because I'm that kind of person. Don't hold out on me. Tell me how bad it right. is from the moment. Just like with Annie. When Annie, when Eric finally tells Annie at the yeah. end and she confronts Kevin, like, don't you ever keep something like this from me, Kevin Kinker? Yeah. That's Annie being like, how dare y'all keep this? from me exactly how do you think lucy's gonna react when she finds out the same exact fucking thing that's the thing i don't know i agree with you but at the same time i don't know only because you hear lucy saying i don't want to know and then annie confirming it okay but it's one thing for lucy to say that in a moment where she's also trying to close this door i know traumatic moment in the summer Mm -hmm. it's one thing for lucy to say i'm escaping this reality right now that's why i'm here visiting you and Aaron and stuff it's another thing for everyone else around her to decide we're not going to tell her because she can't handle it like it's weird because i agree with you i know you do i know i know i'm sounding argumentative but i'm really just passionate (laughs) but like i agree with you but at the same time i'm just thinking about if Lucy's actually saying it and Annie is from a distance agreeing, I was like, okay. We the audience are supposed to go like they know what they're doing. I Apparently. Guess. I guess. I just. I, I just, would hate that. I would as an fucking audience, hate that. I hear that and I go, y'all are going to rue the day that you yeah. decided not to tell Lucy. Exactly. You're going to rue the day. Because when she finds out not only that her dad's dying, but that they kept it from her this whole time. Yeah. She's going to flip her shit. You thought. Lucy was angry all summer because she lost her twins, dude. Yeah. You don't even know the wrath yeah. of Lucy when she finds out that her dad's dying and she had no fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Like, this this is not going to end well for anybody. And while I fully appreciate Annie's, like, positivity, some might call it denial, in the face of this diagnosis of, yeah. like... He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine because now I'm here and I'm going to tackle this with him and it's going to be fine and we should all need to go out and think positive thoughts and think about how we're going to help. I appreciate that she's trying to be positive about this whole thing. Yeah. But let's all just stop being in denial about it. He's been given a timeline. Yeah. He's been told that in one year's time... He will die and that there's nothing they can do. There's no surgery. There's no pills. There's nothing that can be done about this thing. So rather than waste all this time trying to fix it, let's just all appreciate the time we've got. Yeah. That Annie's nature is a fighter. 
I know. I know. I know. And I, and, and it would be, and I think it would be a disservice to the character from a meta perspective, like from the writer's room perspective, it would be a disservice to the character to be like, Oh no. And like cry and lose her mind for a half a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see her being a fighter about it. Yeah. She's of course, she's going to be like, that's my guy. Like I'm going to fight for him. I'm going to solve this problem. We're going to get through this or whatever. Of course. But I just think like at some point I need to see these characters like come to terms and yeah. get over the hump of denial and just like deal. But also weird on Eric in the sense that like he got a scare, a terrible scare, which obviously, I mean, I, we understand. Sure. But it's one opinion. That's true. Whatever happened it's to one the opinion. idea of like getting a second opinion or whatever. He didn't even know? go see his actual cardiologist. That's what I'm saying. So why not see as many as you can, whatever you can, yeah. and get the diagnosis I also just think, and maybe this is me projecting. I know it is, yeah. but like I'm, I'm kind of that way. Like, like I, I guess the way that I'm approaching it is like, okay, so this guy ran some tests, and he's like, the tests conclude that you have an enlarged heart. Yeah. Like, what's a second opinion gonna do? They're gonna yeah. run the same test. The tests are gonna yeah. reach the same conclusion, and then that's gonna, like that's how I would be thinking, and I'm sure that's how Eric is thinking too. Mm-hmm. You know. Like when I got my diagnosis a few years ago, like I never got a second opinion, you know, like I was just like, well, there you go. The labs say this. So that's it. You know, the labs say this and we're done. I don't know. Um, Yeah. Like I I kind of get that mentality of like you get this devastating news and you just sort of your mind goes blank. Like that's all you can. That's just now that's your reality. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I like I don't want to take it away from anybody in this episode. That's kind of the cool thing about this episode is like you can kind of like advocate for each character. Like mm-hmm. you like you understand why Eric is the way he is. Yeah. You understand why Kevin is the way he is. Yeah. You understand why Annie is the way she is, you know? And then when we talk about Lucy, she got the heck out of Dodge today. Yeah. She went up to visit Sandy and Aaron because she needed to not be around knowing that her dad was going to be going to the doctor yeah, because her mom was forcing him to go and mm-hmm. that he was going to get some news because she already knows something's up, but she doesn't quite know. Yeah. yeah. And she's so like she's, taking herself out of it. Yeah, like, I don't want to be a part of like this right now. She's like dreading him going to the doctor yeah. and getting whatever bad news it is that she already knows he's got kind yeah. of thing, you know? So she's removed herself from the situation and gone to visit Sandy and spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And she volunteers to like babysit Aaron while Sandy goes to class and whatever. Yeah. And then she's got a date with Daniel later, I think, or Martin or I don't know exactly what. But anyway, Lucy's like, I'm here for the day. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want. Like, don't worry about it. I've got you kind of thing. Yeah. And after Sandy leaves, Martin shows up. Yeah, dude. He just like shows up, like just walks in. Like, announced. Yep. I mean, that is his kid. Like, I yeah. think he has the right. Um, but like you don't knock nothing i know you don't and have a key uh he's just the he door was a- just opens it I know. yeah <laughs> shame on you lucy why isn't that door locked <laughs> or sandy for not locking it from the outside anyway uh. um anyway so then when martin comes in and sees lucy because he was fully just prepared to like spend time with his kid or whatever yeah. you know um lucy's like you know like i got this like I'm cool. Like I'm here. I've yeah. already told Sandy I'll be here. Like you don't have to stay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, okay, but like I'm here and I'm the dad. And she's like, okay, but like 
no, <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's cool. And they have this moment and you can see like Lucy is still sad. Like, yeah, she and and that's just, this is, I think, um, a demerit on the show, because a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. the way that they framed it yeah. was like she was over it already. Uh-huh. And then now this episode, we're supposed to go, OK, so she's not over it yet. She's still in her feelings about it. Yeah. And this is now the first day of the rest of her life, as she puts it. Yeah where she has come here to spend the day with this precious miracle baby mm-hmm. um, to like to get some closure on how like the circumstances, you know, yeah. that this technically unwanted child came into the world and that her two wanted twins like didn't and yeah. how it's all random and you just got to deal with that and mm-hmm. it sucks and we move forward, you know, yeah. and that's why she's here and so she feels finally like she got that closure. Yeah. And then she tells Sandy that she's ready to have to try for another kid. It's been six yeah. months. And the doctor said six months. Mm-hmm. And which like literally four episodes ago, you were like, I'm done trying. I'm never exactly. going to try ever again. Like I wasn't expecting her to turn the corner this fast. This fast. You know, exactly. Me too. I was I was a little surprised. But I mean, whatever. Good for her. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ultimately, who cares? This episode was just really funny. Just hearing that. Sorry, I said me too. And I just went back to that fucking scene that Daniel and Sandy have. Oh, in the last episode? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, even no. In this episode. Oh, where he brings her breakfast and stuff. Is I love you in this episode or is it in? Well, he again, says, he says it in this one when he's leaving, I think, or he says something like, you know, I really do love you. Or yeah. Whatever. And she and said, me too. Like, he goes, me too. Yeah. And he said, I'll take it. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, you have to like, cause, and she does that whole thing of like, well, Lucy's right here. Like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. <laughs> like, which, yeah, Daniel, like calm down, you know, seriously, like, I understand. Like, she's not going to fuck you right here, right now. Just because you yeah. love each other. Just like, because you're acting like Romeo. And I don't know. I don't know if we can trust Daniel yet. I like, know it's a little my too much, gut right? Tells me like it's too, too much, too fast. Like I trust Sandy's instinct to like slow it down with him. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel about a guy saying all the right things. Yeah, and I love that she calls him a talker. Like, you're a talker. Yeah. I love that so much. Show me what you got. Don't tell me what yeah. you can say. I yeah. don't give a fuck about what you say. Mm-hmm. Just show me what you got. Maybe this is, again, me projecting. I know it is. Like, I have major trust issues, but I specifically have trust issues with, like, with like talking like you can say all the things you can you can say all the right things say that you love me say that you you know all these like blah 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 but like i'll never really believe it like at the end of the day like your gestures your the way that you like act Mm -hmm. towards or about or around me or whatever like that's going to tell me that that's going to speak volumes for yeah. me. So it's like, what love language do you respond to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. For 100%. Acts of service. Yes, 100%. That's how is I roll. Is it acts of service or is it, is it the gifts thing? There's acts of service and then there's also gift giving. Like if someone fills up, like, I'm sorry, if someone filled up my fucking car, like my, <laughs> like a tank of gas, I'd be like, fuck, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Th- 
It, but see, is that not an act of service? Probably. But I never understood the difference between the two. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think like domestic life, acts of service. <laughs> like if you vacuum my house for me. <laughs> oh, dude, are you kidding me? Game changer. Yes. Game changer. 100%. We have a mutual friend who one time came over to my house and... um he, we were just like hanging out. It was like an impromptu like hangout for yeah. a couple hours. And the house was like in a shambles. And because I had had a party a few weeks back and I never mm-hmm. really cleaned it after that. Okay. And he came over and saw the state of the house and was like, you and me right now, let's go. And he like got on his knees and scrubbed my floors and vacuumed my house and took the trash out. Mm-hmm. And I like it. And I mean, like, he's already my best friend. Like, I love him. But like, it made me just like my heart. Like, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Like, it was like the biggest game changing moment of my life. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, there's like this level of love and kindness to be had in the world. You know, man, it was like the most meaningful thing. I agree. So whatever, whatever that is, act of service, gift giving, that shit works for me is my point. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) people have said like, Okay, I think you need to define your 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 definition of giving gifts. I'm like, fuck, I don't care if it's if it's a card and yeah. it's handwritten. That that matters. Or, or literally if it's like a hairpin when I need it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Dude, like you I don't know, know what it is that I need at that moment and the fact that you know it and you're will you're going to give it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Enough said. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, Daniel and how he's like kind of sleazy. Yeah, man, he's a talker. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him yet. I want to believe that Sandy's instinct to like him yeah. is valid and good. Yeah. But I also trust her instinct to like take it slow with him. I want her so, to take it slow. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that she's not like jumping into anything with him. And I also ultimately, if I'm being honest with myself, I think she's kind of going to end up with Martin. <laughs> You really think so? I, I kind of feel like that's the direction the show's going to go in the end. That like it's just the neater, easier route. That you know, baby daddy, like let's make it work kind of Look, thing. I know we're not seeing Ruthie right now, but Ugh, I know we're going to see her. Uh, I know we're going to see her, and know, Martin is around. It's true. Something's going to go down. It's whether so true because whether when Ruthie comes back, if Martin's not with Sandy, he can totally be with Ruthie. Well, if they're not going to be together, okay. Mm, okay <laughs> but i expect some messiness i do interesting but don't you feel like we've already seen that but it's seventh heaven of course they'll remind those waters if they have to oh they have to yeah they have to like how much messy did we see her beating the shit out of him saying i hate you okay and then, and her, then like awkwardness with sandy at the end or whatever not at the end but like yeah with all of the thanksgiving stuff back then and then that one episode when Jack is trying to talk to her and then Martin is there in the kitchen, yes. you know, well, and the ping ponging back and forth, yeah. the little munchkin between the two yes. giants. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're that. That's a good point. Keep Martin on the hook until Ruthie can come back. So we get some drama out of that. I, I, I and can then see, it. see what happens. Yeah, that's a good point. I can see it. But let's see what happens when Ruthie does come back. Because I'm sorry. I know she's going to come we back. We know she's coming back. I just it's, just it's just a matter of when and for how long at this point. Oh, yeah. You know, foreign exchange student in Scotland. Oh, yeah. That's another piece of information we learned in this episode. Yeah. That 
she's doing an exchange program. But she was too late in the program to bring <laughs> so someone from Scotland can come and stay in fucking Glen Oak. Right. Which no one would want to. Except for that kid who was the waiter at at the Rose and Simon's what, what wedding. What do you say? 17? What, what do you say? No, 17. 17. <laughs> Cutest busboy ever. When I do it, I sound like a beetle. 17. <laughs> do it, you're I sound fine. like John Lennon. <laughs> it's perfect. You're good. That's how he said it? You got it right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like, I feel like we did it. You know what I mean? Like, in this episode? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was like, kind of Like, what quick. more happens? <laughs> I'm like, did we? Yeah, we kind of did. I don't know. Fuck. I mean, I mean, we kind of like skated. Like, we, like, I'm not saying we skated through it, but it's like, ultimately, in the end, yeah. we, Eric comes clean to Annie. And that's really what this whole episode is yeah. building to. It's all building to Eric com- comes clean to Annie. T-Bone no longer has to harbor the secret. Kevin tells or no the girls ask kevin yeah to tell them what he knows but he doesn't to protect eric mm-hmm. but in the end it all sort of comes out the only person who doesn't know now is lucy yeah or not the only person but the only person that matters in the show right yeah. now is lucy so we all we also learned sam is the one with the bowl cut oh we didn't even talk about that yeah so sam is bowl cut david yeah. is curly hair yeah and so sam's the one that's got mom sam's hamster is mom yeah and david's hamster is jesus jesus doesn't like wood so at yeah, some I said point it. <laughs> yeah that's true um at some point david freaks out that Jesus isn't breathing. Mm-hmm. And then Eric is the one to be like, let's rush to the hospital. Let's go. Yeah. And Annie has to be like, you didn't even go to the hospital and you have real heart problems. Yeah. Like you're just so quick to run to the fucking pet hospital or whatever. Yep. And Eric's like, that's the kid hamster, you know? So he starts doing that bargaining game with himself. Like yeah. while Jesus is inside with the, with the vet, like mm-hmm. he's like, Okay, if this is a sign. If Jesus comes out and he's okay, then I'm going to be okay. Yeah. If he doesn't come out in the next five minutes, then I'm not going to be okay. And I'm going to tell Annie and da, da 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 And then Jesus comes out and he's fine. And he just has to change the, the wood chips, line yeah. it with rabbit food instead or mm-hmm. whatever. And then Eric's like, phew, okay, that was a close call. I mean, I know it was meaningless. And then he's like, well, okay, if the bill is under $100, <laughs> then I'm going to tell Annie, whatever. And then the bill's like 750 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And he's like shocked out of his mind at how high the bill is and i'm like it's you should have known fucking you're an rat okay i don't like that annie calls it a rat part of me feels like that was a miss that was like a typo like you know like she misquoted her line yeah but they were like gotta get it let's go keep moving but i'm sorry that quote is still the shit a thousand dollars for a rat, rat. named jesus <laughs> it's, it's great it's the best it's a great line mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so he pays the 700 but then donates an additional two-something uh-huh. to the veterinary people because he's feeling good about himself yeah. or whatever. And that's when he has to complain to Annie because yeah. she's like, okay, whatever this is, you're seeing a mental doctor now because, yeah. like, clearly something's not right with yeah. you. Like, whatever. And that's when he tells her. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the the whole Jesus thing, like ends up random like i guess like that's 
ultimately what's lights the fire under his ass mm-hmm. to like come clean to everything but yeah it's because it's, it's ultimately like an allegory for his own self right yes. like like you know we 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 jump on it when our pets are ill or whatever like we're we're so quick like we take care of them immediately like no questions asked we go to the vet we deal with it emergency bills all that shit and then when it's ourselves like what we're not going to take as good care of ourselves as we do our pets, you know? Exactly. Like, we are ourselves, like, our hearts, our bodies, our whatever, like, that shit matters. Mm -hmm. And I think, ultimately, Eric is faced with that reality of, like, okay, whatever this is, like, let's deal with it. And comes clean to Annie, and now Annie's going to make him deal with it Mm -hmm. one way or another. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my only stray observation in this episode is like, do these people only ever drink milk? Are they only ever, like, do they ever drink water? Do yeah. they drink anything besides milk in this goddamn forsaken family? <laughs> like, literally, Kevin is at his home drinking milk in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, my God. When Annie offers T-Bone milk and cookies to get him to talk. Dude. I lost it. Yeah. I was cracking up. But but the best part is when she's walking out of the room with, with the stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, she's not going to leave it. <laughs> and then when she wa- literally you see the camera just staying on the door yeah, yeah. so and she can she come back, back in <laughs> and she leaves it. She goes, OK, fine. But she does that move where like she she approaches T-Bone with the milk and cookies. And then as he's reaching for them, she like holds them back yeah. to like say her piece about like, you know, honesty and forthcomingness. And, yeah, you know? it's almost. Yeah. Oh, man. It was such a great throwback moment to last season with all the fucking milk. She cookies. almost had her milk bar going. <laughs> it was truly clutch. Like, I was really proud of them for doing that. Yeah, except T-Bone, like, was just... Mm. He just really wanted the milk and cookies. Yeah. And he never divulged, which, good on T-Bone. Yeah. He never told Eric's secret, because it's not his secret to tell. You know what I mean? I like, it wasn't his place. He just hinted to Annie, like... There might be something you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's for Eric to tell you. Who, who was it? Was it? Um, yeah. Eric says it to Kevin uh, about T-Bone. Like, what is he? He's like, he's like a hypnotist, man. I don't know what it is about him. You just say things. He just looks at you and you tell him things. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin's all, yeah, I've been there. Have you? <laughs> what have you told him? <laughs> have you? Since when? Kevin. Oh man, Kevin is like such a stooge. Like, yeah. what is Kevin's purpose in this show? You know, I have no idea. But I will say, I do like how Eric and Kevin. It's a cool bond. Yeah, it's nice that he has like a son-in-law slash mm-hmm. son, yeah, person to like relate to on that level. Relate to, but also like he has no like he has no issues with sharing things with Kevin. It's kind of sweet. It's nice. And like, okay, I'm going to take back what I said about Kevin, like man up. I hate that term because I really don't like it. I prefer sack up. (laughs) Exactly. Or grow up. Just fucking grow up. That's it. Just grow up. I hate that term. Sorry. No, no. I will learn. But you're taking it back because he's, because he doesn't really need to grow up. You think. Or, or or do you? No, it's just like when he says, I'm not good at that kind of thing. Listen, Lucy's your ride or die. Yes or no? 
Yeah. You need to grow up. I, I, listen, I don't even think. This is, this is hard shit. Can you deal or not? I think the problem that we're running into or that you're hitting on. Yeah. Is that. And, and, and funnily enough, T-Bone mentions it, I believe, in the last episode mm. where when he's talking to Eric about how, okay, so like, who knows? I know, Kevin knows, which means Lucy knows by extension. Yeah. And I think that's the problem is like, Kevin and Lucy are a unit. Yeah. You know? And I think that it should go without saying yeah. that what Kevin knows, knows. Lucy knows. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin shouldn't be in a position of his own accord or on Eric's accord or yeah. whatever where Eric's like, you should tell Lucy. Exactly. No, you should. Ke- Eric should just assume Lucy knows because here's the truth. Lucy should know yeah. because they are a unit. Exactly. Like, the minute er- the minute Kevin talked to Stanley and learned what he learned... Lucy should have been told ex- everything he knows at that point. Yeah. I, I, That's yeah. how it should function. Yeah. I agree. Like, there shouldn't even be a conversation of, like, you tell Lucy. No, you tell Lucy. Yeah. Bitch, like, Lucy should know already. Yeah. Lucy should know. <laughs> yeah. Done. Period. Like, yeah, I think that's why we're having such a problem with it is because we're having this conversation as if, like, it's a choice for Lucy to know. Where it's like, no, that's not how it works. If Kevin knows, Lucy knows. And it's so interesting that, like, Annie, you hear Annie saying, don't tell Lucy. But see, also, and uh, I I didn't have the wherewithal to say this back then, but, like, I think what Annie doesn't know in that moment is that Lucy has just turned the page for herself too, mm. separately. Like she's away, yeah, you're right. right? Yeah, yeah. Lucy right. literally in that same moment turned the page, closed the book yeah. on her traumatic summer. Mm-hmm. So when Annie's like, she can't deal with this, she's already dealt with too much. But Lucy's stronger now than she was yesterday. Even, yeah, you know. So I think. It's a disservice to Lucy yeah. for Annie to take that away from her yeah. and to go like, she can't handle this. You don't know that, though, because exactly. your daughter is a strong woman and she's just now closed the book and she's yeah. ready. She's even stronger now than ever. Yeah. You know? And another thing. Oh, man. I know Lucy is extremely emotional. But hey, man, at least that girl wears it on her sleeve and she tells you exactly I what it is that it. she feels. I fully respect Oh, yeah, Lucy. 100%. Dude, she's the only one that's 100% honest with her emotions. Even if it's considered too much for you, she's right there on the surface. There's no bullshit. You know yeah. exactly what it is she's thinking. And at least she's truthful about it. She's maybe the only one that is most most truthful about her emotions. I think, I think when she was younger, right, like in the early seasons. Yeah. Because she, she's always been that way, right? Yeah. She's always been what you just said, truthful, wears it on her sleeve, honest, yeah. all that stuff. She's always been that way. But I think when she was younger, it just skewed towards the dramatic. Exactly. Because the things that she was like tripping about were like boys and like useless shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was like annoying. But she's carried that empathy and that 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 full range of emotions yeah. into her adulthood yeah. and now that she's like a fully functioning person in society with yeah. a family and real concerns and whatever and she's still approaching life that way yeah now all of a sudden i look at her and i fully respect her as a person i'm yeah. like i'm like that's how we want to live life like yeah feel everything appreciate every good thing feel the bad things live through it yeah. get through it be stronger because of it like yeah man like fucking crushing life like go lucy you know, Lucy, 
lets herself get vulnerable and feel things and move on. But she will sit in it, which isn't a bad thing either because she's being honest. Mm -hmm. She's going to feel it. She's angry. Fuck, she's angry. She's happy. She's happy. She's emotional. She's like... I don't have to worry about what the fuck Lucy is feeling. Right. It's and right least, there. And at least you know that once she gets through it, yeah. she's through it and yeah. it's done because she lived it. She felt it yeah. as long as she needed to. And yeah. now she's out the other end. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Damn it. I know. Damn it. What we would damn say it about if, Lucy. Damn or- it if Lucy's <laughs> not the main star of the show now, you know? Oh, Beverly Mitchell, you fooled us. She fucking, she had us all by the balls. <laughs> But honestly, it's it's the reason why Beverly Mitchell has continued, I think, to have like a modicum of a career or whatever is because like Stephen Collins ain't doing shit. Catherine yeah. Hicks ain't doing shit. David Gallagher ain't doing shit. Barry Watson ain't doing shit, you know. Oh. But like Beverly is like still kind of relevant because I feel like she was the star of the show by the end of it, mm. you know, like True. she came out the other end. Let's not even forget to mention that this episode, she gets to sing one of her songs Dude. to oh. launch her album career. <laughs> uh, every time there's a musical number for any random episode, I, I have to even watch it. I have to pause it before I'm like, okay. Okay, I honestly, I know what I'm about to get. I into. had to avert my eyes and like just let it happen because like I couldn't watch it happen. Like I was <laughs> too embarrassed for her. Like why? Why did this need to happen? Why did she have to sing her own song, Angel? Yeah, which was the lead single from her album that she dropped later that year. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah! Oh, this show. It's. It's um, my you guys. The saddest thing about this whole album of hers, like, is she's not even on Spotify. Like, literally, before we recorded this episode, I went on Spotify to find it, and it's not even in there. Mm. <laughs> like, it's bad. <laughs> I think it is on YouTube though. Probably. One time, I did find her whole album on YouTube. You just need like like um, what's his name, Mark Ronson, <laughs> or what's his name. The guy that just won an Oscar with Lady yeah, yeah, Gaga? Yeah. Yeah. You just need to work with someone like him. Okay. That'd be like a Christian band. Is he a producer guy? Isn't he? I writer. He like, oh, he's a writer. I, I think he's a writer. And isn't he also a producer? I guess so. Aren't they all? Like, Whatever. that's how Gaga won the thing. Cause she, oh, no. The writer gets the Oscar. Yeah. I not think the it, producer. I think it was her and Mark Ronson Ro- that wrote, wrote it together. It together. Yeah. Okay. I'm off the... Okay. <laughs> Watches. I know. Diving. Is this is this how we're gonna do it? One note at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Keep going. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no I can't go on the word I was about to do, but I don't know how it goes from there. I'll never uh, meet the ground. Okay. I really want to hear you do that song. Oh, actually. oh my god, that song is hard. It's very hard. Bradley Cooper is lucky because his voice yeah, is like he just real has to this down here. <laughs> I just wanted to look at you. <laughs> Mind you, we did like the movie, guys. But I did like it. Yeah, it's, it's like really hilarious amazing. to make fun of, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because Bradley Cooper doesn't sound like this. I know. He doesn't, so therefore you can mock it. Yeah, it's true. He wanted, he wanted to sound like Sam was, Elliott, so run with it. I just to look at it. I can't do it. I just wanted to be like, it's not, no. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> oh my god have we talked on the show about my obsession with the oscars performance 
<laughs> well, dude, it was fucking pure sex. Like I'm, I'm literally, I have watched them do that. Perfor- I've watched that performance like upwards of 50 times already. But have you, have you ever seen a random clip of her singing that song with Bradley Cooper at her concert in Vegas? Okay, I've seen the clip of her doing that in Vegas where he's like leaning over the piano the whole time and it's Aco fucking taco. But, but she's, but she's also leaning into him yeah, where because I, they're obsessed with each other. Well, either that or they're like i said really good actors and but know how did to you sell see it. her on kimmel though after she won the oscar uh-uh. so she went on kimmel like okay. after like because she won the oscar she was on kimmel and then he like he asked her the obvious question she, yeah he's like so you and bradley like that yeah. moment at the oscars and she goes everyone's fucking idiots we sold sex because that's what we wanted you guys to buy and yeah. everybody bought it so it works so go home yeah like she fucking put that shit to bed she's like he directed that performance i let him we did what we wanted to do we wanted to sell this relationship our chemistry and guess what we did because y'all can't stop talking about it now shut the fuck up exactly which i totally get that like I totally get that there's nothing going on between them. It's just fun to think about it because they're so fucking into each other every time they perform this fucking song. No, but why shouldn't you? The actors are performing the song. I I should buy into the romance. I totally respect that that as artists, they're like, we're going to sell sex. Like, hell yes. Do it. Absolutely. That's what you want. That's what we're like. We're lapping it up like fucking sheep. Like, clearly. Yeah. You know? Like, it's just it's phenomenal just her when he's singing to her right right before she goes to the piano and her hand is like creeping up her stomach (laughs) i'm in love it's the greatest shit guys let me tell you the oscar performance was far more sexier than what you saw at the oscars than in the movie because he fucking passes out after they perform he passes out in the hotel hotel room room. yeah 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 fucking like Poor girl sitting there like, all right, what the fuck am I going to okay, do with but myself? He like wakes her up in the middle of the morning and they have like morning sex. And, well, okay, but he's still a fucking lush. He is. But did I ruin it for you guys? Whoever's oops. listening. <laughs> did I? Ru- I apologize. But um, <laughs> so you guys have tuned into the Stars Born podcast. If you didn't know. <laughs> Just get into it. Um <laughs> Yeah, I could. I mean, I literally, I never realized I wanted to talk about it so bad, but I feel like we could do a whole fucking podcast just about Star Wars. Ye- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Definitely. Okay. Well, let's leave it there for now in case we do do a Star is Born part. As we podcast. watch Star is Born for our Patreon. <laughs> oh, shit. Something that we've both seen. Oh, shit. Ideas are turning. <laughs> the wheels are spinning. Pause. Okay. Uh, Annie is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Annie. Who's Annie? Annie, the, like Eric's Annie? Yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. What's her name? Allie? No, <laughs> Allie. No, what's her name? Wait, why is Annie pissed? What oh, happened? She, well, what she was I pissed miss? at Kevin. I don't know. I oh. just went back to Seventh Heaven. Okay, <laughs> and I'm like not getting it. <laughs> Allie, this no, so it has gone off the rails. No, but seriously, what was Star Born's name? Allie. Allie. Okay, I wasn't making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay, that's, that's going to do it for us, folks. Really? Thank you for listening to us babble on about Star is Born for 55 minutes. Star is Born. <laughs> okay. Um, no, wait. Let's rate this puppy first. Rate this puppy. Thumb up, thumb down. Thumb up, hmm. thumb down. Only because I, I, I can say that there was more heart and actual 
better conversations amongst the characters. And I think that's why if, if it was filled up with more Jane and Margaret, I don't know if I would have given this true a thumb up. Honestly, true. It's not enough for me to give it two thumbs up, but yeah, it's enough to give me one because I appreciate the conversations that happen between Annie and Kevin or Kevin and Eric Lucy with Martin and with Sandy. It's just, it's showing growth or at least it's showing like progression. Like, yeah. Forward. Something is happening. Yeah. 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 I think I'm going to give it one thumb up, one thumb down as well, because like you said, they curbed the Jane and Margaret bullshit. They allowed T-Bone to still have some leeway, which again, I prefer him over the girls any day. Mm -hmm. And then finally, like the cat, like the family is back and in the forefront and that's what matters. And that's why we're here. So yeah. One thumb up, one thumb down. That's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I want that chocolate chip cookie that he had T-Bone. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it an Oreo? What? She, I don't know. She said, I made cookies. Oh, it's chocolate chip. You're right. It wasn't Oreos. This All time. I know is I want Because Oreos didn't pay this time. <laughs> oh, true that. True that. <laughs> yeah. Let's not forget that was a total fucking product placement for Oreos. Um, for like four episodes. Two. <laughs> okay, three. <laughs> You were like four, three, two. I'm just remembering the um, the good place where there are four Oreos from heaven. Oh yeah, <laughs> or Aww. two Oreos or whatever she says. Um, okay, that's gonna do it for us, folks. Thank you for tuning in and for dealing with Star is Born talk. Um, you can't help it. I mean, I mean, just you happen. know, <laughs> we the tangents just take us where they want to. Yeah, man, <laughs> you're used to it by now. Eleven seasons in. Yeah, man. That's what you're tuning in for. Let's be yeah. real. <laughs> Love you. Love you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or your favorite podcast app, whatever that may be. You can find us on social media at For Heaven's Sake Pod. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash For Heaven's Sake Pod or you send us an email. We are gearing up to do something special for Please our Please send us your finale. questions. We want to hear from you guys. Questions comments thoughts musings on 11 seasons of this fucking show or hell i mean if there's something that you guys want us to keep in mind or Or just know as we as we bring the season to the series to a close send all that stuff in starting now because we're going to be gathering it and prep for Mm -hmm. the ending so that's for heaven's sake pot no for heaven's sake show at gmail.com that's F-O-R-H-E-A-V-E-N-S-S-A-K-E-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. My God, my friend knows how to spell. I was a spelling bee champ. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to spell that, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time. Bye. Bye.